Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a RAIN company. I'm Emily Donahue. In its 2021 annual report, Stratfor identifies several tensions that will drive geopolitics in the coming year. Among them, nation-state actor disruptions, the impact of which were on display in recent cyber breaches of U.S. federal agencies through two major cybersecurity companies, FireEye and SolarWinds. Stratfor Senior Global Analyst Ben West is here with analysis. Welcome, Ben. Hi, Emily. Can we talk about SolarWinds? Why was that breach in particular so significant? So in, in two words, it was access and duration. So not only did the authors behind this attack uh, gain access to at least two U.S. government offices, uh, likely many more, they also maintained that access for at least six months. And, and this wasn't just a, a smash and grab or, or a quick exploitation of, of a vulnerability to conduct sabotage. This was sophisticated espionage campaign. It allowed the recipients uh, to not only intercept information and, and access it, it also gave them enough time to actually act on that intelligence, potentially act on that intelligence, without the victims knowing about it. And, and, and that's really um, extremely valuable when it comes to, to state actors uh, in their intelligence collections. The hack has been described as a supply chain attack. What exactly does that mean? So a supply chain attack is a tactic that hackers use in which they break into one network in order to get into another. So uh, think of this as like a shortcut that allows them to maximize their resources and, and compromise as many targets as possible. So in this case, the attackers targeted solar winds they weren't necessarily interested in SolarWinds as a company, but what they were interested in was SolarWinds' access to thousands of other organizations. It looks like at least 18,000 SolarWinds customers were potentially affected by this vulnerability. And so um, supply chain attacks are just a very efficient way for hostile actors to use one vulnerability, basically one gateway to access hundreds or even thousands of, of targets. In this case, we've seen this tactic play out before. What the, the attackers did was they were able to get into solar winds. They were able to um, gain access to a, a pretty routine software update and inject malicious code into that update so that when solar winds sent it out to its clients around the world, the, the authors of this attack were able to inject that malicious code into these networks around the world. We've seen the Russians do this before in, in recent years. Uh, we've seen other states do it as well. But, but IT services companies like, like SolarWinds, telecommunication companies are, are extremely valuable targets when it comes to the supply chain attack because often they are, are gateways to multiple different targets of interest. So what are the implications of this attack? I mean, I, that, I know that sounds like a basic question, but boil it down, please, if you can. So first of all, uh, and probably the most obvious one, is that any company working with SolarWinds has to figure out if they were impacted by this breach and, and how, uh, what might have been compromised. Whether that was uh, intellectual property, sensitive communications, personal information of its employees or executives, uh, you know, all that has to be sifted through and figured out. Because of the nature of the supply chain attack, it's not just the customers of, of SolarWinds it's also the organizations that worked with the customers of SolarWinds. So this can have kind of a cascading effect, and you can have multiple waves of, uh, of victims if the attackers chose to leverage their positions within these different organizations to gain access to even more. 
So we really have to see the, the scope and scale of this as it plays out, but it could potentially be quite broad. Uh, the other implication and potentially more significant implication is that early reporting suggests that this is a Russian state-backed attack. Um, if the damage was as bad as early reporting suggests, and there's more evidence that implicates Russian hacking groups, then we could see a retaliatory attack from the United States. Uh, in, the, in the past two years or so, since the Trump administration loosened the rules of engagement on cyber attacks and cyber activity, uh, we have seen the U.S. go after countries like Russia or, or other criminal groups, either preemptively or, or in response to an attack. And, and I think, again, if early indications of this attack bear out and, and they prove true, then I would expect within a month or two, uh, you could see a retaliation. And it would likely be pretty targeted just going after the network and devices that were, were used in the SolarWinds attack. But that's still, you know, nevertheless risks provoking a, uh, a counterattack. And if it's coming from a country like Russia, it could be far less cautious. So it's kind of the Cold War reenacted in cyberspace. We're not there yet, but um, I think this has been a concern for a long time of, of, you know, when you get two countries kind of going after each other. So far we've seen, we've seen uh, an attack. I think we're going to wait for to see if there is a retaliation and then, and then where it goes from there. Ben West is Stratfor Senior Global Security Analyst. Ben, thanks for that explanation. Thank you. You can stay up to date on Stratfor security briefings by signing up for our free newsletter. To find out how, visit worldview.stratfor.com. That's worldview.stratfor.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening. Thank you.